This is the Quizball Cast, episode 54C, Eurofest 2009, round three between Marcus Mike and Ray Jason. Along with Folk the Surly, this man signed the Treaty of Blancheland. The island of Eli was the site of a rebellion against this man led by Hereward the Wake. This man put down the rebellion of Waltioff, Earl of Northumbria, and sent William Fitz Osborne to conquer Gwent, the easternmost part of Wales. This husband of Matilda of Flanders appointed Lanfranc of Pavia to replace Steon as Archbishop of Canterbury. This ruler was the brother of Bishop Odo, and one of this king's rivals died on Senlock Hill when an arrow pierced his eye. Okay, um, Harold? No, take five. Jack Point's famous man who won the Battle of Hastings, oh, the first Norman king of England. We're in the yeah, that type of rival. Yeah, you were talking about William Wolfenstein. So. Yeah, fuck. The Kodinka affair is the term given to the fatal stampede at this man's coronation, which resulted in the death of some fourteen hundred people. Name is Russian <laughs> Tsar who fought unsuccessful war with Japan. Um, I don't know anything about this. Russian Tsar. Can we just name Russian Tsar? Answer. Uh, Dimitri. Nicholas II. Nicholas II's war with Japan was ended by the Treaty of Portsmouth, which was negotiated by this finance minister of his. Yeah. Uh, I really I don't know idea. I don't know. Answer. Spell the car. Witt. Sergei Witt. Okay. Nicholas, II, Nicholas II organized this 1899 convention dedicated... Uh, well, that sought to bring a, about a general disarmament in Europe. His cousin, Kaiser Wilhelm II, reportedly said that he would defecate any resolutions this convention made. Defecate? What? Yeah. <laughs> defecate on, sorry. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Convention of 1912. Yeah, it's the Hague. Yeah, the Hague. The Hague? Yeah. Hague. Damn. 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 That's a point. The Israeli Dolphin class submarine is a modification of a submarine originally designed for this navy. This navy deployed the Victoria Louise class protected cruiser. The three novellas were piece, uh, pieces of legislation regulating the size of this navy, which won the Battle of uh, Coronel off the coast of Chile under the command of Admiral Spey. Okay, like Germans, Germany was doing stuff like that. Germany? Yeah, it's a German navy. German German Navy? Is that what they want? 32 Navy questions. I would take in the under 1.5 Navy questions. Children from this country use sleds to smuggle its gold supply out of reach of invading Nazis. And in this country, occupied by Germany in 1940, which saw a large resistance movement form against the rule of the villainous Vidkun Quisling. So Norway is one of the three countries there that hasn't come up yet. Norway? During World War II, the Norwegian resistance famously sabotaged a plant producing this substance, oh. thus devastating the Nazi nuclear program. It's like heavy water, I think. Heavy water? Yes. The Norwegian resistance adopted this household object as their national symbol, since its simple, simple effectiveness was see, seen to embody the Norwegian national spirit. Oh, crap. Um, what do you think that's true? Wonder, a... No, not a spoon, <laughs> a broom. A paperclip. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's Bruce Arthur, social history. Okay, well, we can take the paper clip toss up out of the table. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, toss up, uh, toss up three. 
In one post, this man was succeeded by Jean Tiberi, and one of this man's ministers caused a scandal by spying on political opponents in the Clearstream affair. To reach his most famous position, this man defeated a splinter candidate from his own party, Edouard Balladur. Rioting prevented this man from passing a law known as the First Employment Contract, and in the Marie video, this man was accused of using his power to conduct illegal fundraising while serving as the mayor of Paris. Notable foreign ministers to this man include Dominique de Villepon and his member of the Rally for the Republic, cohabited with the socialist prime minister Lionel Jospin. For 10 points, name is president of France who preceded Nicolas Sarkozy. Chirac? Yes. There we go. I thought it was Sarkozy. I don't know. It's probably not the current. Ten points each. Answer the following about Hercules' twelfth labors. Uh, In giving Hercules the, the labor of capturing this animal, Eurystheus knew it would be tough, as killing this animal would draw the rat's Artemis. After realizing that tiring it out would not work, Hercules stabbed it in the leg with a poisoned arrow. Neiman lion or something else? I don't remember any of this crap. Neiman lion? Uh, the Cyrenian hind. After capturing this other animal, Hercules wanted to sacrifice it to Hera, but she refused. Therefore, it was allowed to run free before Theseus captured it. Okay, so this might be the it's like the Almancian boar or something. Like, I don't think that's exactly right. Or Almancian boar, the Cretan bull. Oh, that's it. Hercules was originally given ten labors, but Her- Hera claimed that he had to do two more due to outside help. One source was from this ha- uh, son of Iphicles, who also built Hercules' funeral pyre. Uh, I'll take a zero on the myth. Iolaus. Iolaus. Plus of four. Festivals in the city include one where solemn mysteries were practiced by at Amicle, Hyacinthia, one celebrated nakedness which featured athletic and choral contest, Gymnopedia, and one which features priests called Agitis the Carnea. This city's lone colony was at Taras in southern Italy, and the most influential literary figure at this place was this place was the poet uh, Tertullus, who wrote elegies and praised early king Theopompus. This state was victorious at the early Battle of Deris and won both Messenian Wars, and its rulers came from the Aged and Euripontid dynasties. This state had a secret police force called the Cryptea, and groups in its leadership include the Council of 28 Elders, the Jerusia, as well as five ephors. Oh. Sparta? Yeah. It is alternatively known as the Battle of Brankston. Name is 1513 battle, the largest ever fought between English and England and Scotland. Is this Bannockburn? Bannockburn. Flodden Field. This Scottish king who invaded England before the battle died at Flodden Field. Is this Robert the Bruce or is this that other guy again? William Wallace. Yeah, did he die there? I don't know. Robert the Bruce? Uh, James the Fourth. Damn it. In this 1547 battle fought during the reign of Edward the Sixth. The British used naval artillery against the Scottish army, leading to mass slaughter. Because of the way the Eng- that English land sea forces work together, it is sometimes termed the first modern battle. Um, Glasgow. A battle of Pinky Claw. Just Pinky. No points. Field. Class of five. The creators of this. The creators of this thing note that one day they'll be found crouching next to a trembling airplane. One part of this writing rejoices that we are going to be present at the birth of the centaur and we shall soon see the first angels fly. This document begins by noting that it was written while trampling underfoot our native sloth on opulent Persian carpets and beneath mosque lamps 
whose brass cupolas are bright as our souls. This document contains a list of points. Among them, we want to demolish museums and libraries, fight morality, feminism, and all opportunistic and uh, opportunist and utilitarian cowardice, and we want to glorify war, the only cure for the world, and contempt for women. It also contains the question, what can you find in an old picture, except the painful contortions of the artist trying to break uncrossable barriers? For ten points, identify this document written by F.T. Marinetti, which began a certain art movement practiced by Boccioni. Ah, uh, fuck. The Futurist Manifesto? That's good stuff. Yeah, that's what that is. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Identify the following defunct capitals of Eastern Europe. The city named the peace treaty that ended the Second Silesian War, which makes sense as it was the historic capital of Silesia. It is now one of the largest cities in southwestern Poland. Southwestern Poland? There's like a Lod. Sure. Lod? Uh, Breslau or Srokla. The city in southeastern, southeastern Poland was the original capital of Poland before being replaced by Warsaw. It lends its name to a 1569 Act of Union supported by King Sigismund II that strengthened the bond between Lithuania and Poland. It's the old Polish capital. I don't know any Polish cities. We'll go with Lot again. Uh, Lublin. The city founded by St. Stephen was the capital of Hungary until 1526. Most medieval Hungarian kings were crowned and buried here, and its name roughly translates as White City with a Chair in it. Jesus, I have no idea. City in Hungary. Rokwava. We got, uh, Szekes Feherar. Toss up six. In his highest office, this man passed a bill excluding Catholics from the vestry cess, the tax that supported the established Protestant church in Ireland. In his youth, this man was a co-founder of the Society of the Friends and of the People, an association of moderate reformers. His ministry put down the Captain Swing Riots, a Luddite uprising. While serving as First Lord of the Admiralty and Foreign Secretary in the Ministry of All, Talent, all the Talents, this man abolished the British slave trade. To pass his most famous act of legislation, this Whig had to negotiate with a faction known as the Waverers, and ultimately he had to appeal to King William IV to create new peers. Succeeded by Lord Melbourne for 10 points, named as British Prime Minister who passed the Reform Act of 1832, perhaps most famous as the namesake of a blend of tea. So this is, um, come on, I don't really think it's Earl Grey. Earl Grey? It is Earl Grey. Really? He did that? I swear yeah, someone else did the reform bill. I, s- like, I yeah, thought it was... I thought it was Wellington. No, no, it was... Um, it's was not like Peel. It's this other guy who's famous for that, but I guess he wasn't okay. prime minister. But okay, whatever. your bonus. These laws follow the principle of laïcité. Name these laws that establish mandatory secular education in France named for a 19th century French politician. Politician. Um, the, the, yeah, sure, the... Napoleonic Code. Uh, the Jules Ferry Laws. The Jules Ferry Laws were passed during this French Republic, which was established after the Battle of Sedan and survived World War One. Third. The Third Republic was allegedly threatened by a political coup from this populist general, but then his popularity fell and he committed suicide in 1891. Fuck, it's like during the Zola and Schoenner, maybe. Mm-hmm. This is, um... Foch. Uh, Boulanger. Boulanger, that's right. Seven. This country was home to the battles of Ser and Kolubara, an incident known as the execution of the dukes, followed by victories at the battles of Segar and Ivan Kovac, led to a period during this con- 
during which this country was ruled by the rebel leader Kara George. In the north of this country, one can find Baranya province, and it was formerly ruled by the Nemanjic dynasty. During World War II, it was home to the fascist regime of Milan Nedic. This country was reunified by Stefan Duzan, though... Serbia? Yeah. Yeah, he came out this morning. He did? Yeah, we were talking about just on the money. Oh, I see. Uh, um, identify the following people who aren't Bruce Arthur's favorite kind of British Prime Minister, a Victorian Prime Minister from the Conservative Party. This file passed an act regulating ladders and gave the British monarch the title Empress of India, but you know him for his novels and rivalry with Gladstone. Yeah, Disraeli. Before being Prime Minister, Disraeli was Chancellor of the Ex Exchequer in the cabinet of this Prime Minister. His cabinet was known as the Who Who Ministry because of the number of previously obscure ministers. Uh, this might be like Palmerston or Palmerston? Derby. 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 The successor of uh, Disraeli started out as Disraeli's Foreign Minister and then served three separate terms as Prime Minister between 1885 and 1902, each time for the House of Lords. Salisbury. 20. Uh, the city was home to the first church council in France, which was called by Clovis I, and it was the closest major city to the so-called Battle of the Herrings. One man who was duke to, of this city encouraged the Marquis of Saint-Mar to lead a conspiracy against Cardinal Richelieu. That man was named Gaston and was the uncle of Louis XIV. A major battle for control of this city led to the coronation of Charles VII. For ten points, name the city that was recaptured... Orion? Yes. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So what's going on in that question? Charles the Seventh, something. After losing this territory to Great Britain, Napoleon boasted that he would reconquer it on the banks of the Rhine. Name his former French possession in India, a city on, on, in the southern part of the subcontinent. Oh, Pondicherry. Other former French overseas possessions included this island, which was claimed for France by the Slovakian explorer Maurice Benovsky. Where is this island? They didn't say really. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Madagascar. From oh, 1667 okay. to 1960, France controlled this infamous island off the coast of Senegal, which was a major transportation hub for the African slave trade. I mean, it's like Cape Verde is somewhere down there, right? Sure. Cape Verde? Uh, Gori. Uh, so that's tenor. Okay, so at the half, I have 95 40. Okay. okay. Alright, I'm going to toss up nine. This man's ideas were later reformed by the Helmstead School and a movement tracing itself to this thinker was rocked by the 1619 crypto canonic controversy. This man condemned the radicalism of the Zwickau prophets and of his one-time colleague Andreas Karlstadt. This subject of the papal bull Exurge Domine condemned a movement defeated at the Battle of Frankenhausen and was the author of the On the Jews and Their Lies. He was once caught in a burlap sack and taken to Wartburg Castle for safekeeping after he was condemned by the deed of... Martin Luther? Yes. Yeah. I thought that sounded this familiar. Isn't that the, the thing fuck? that excommunicated Martin Luther? What's yes. going on here? It was. This tactic involves attacking a numerically superior force from two sides, one of them being a surprised attack, and requires great training and precision to be successful. Name this favorite tactic of Frederick the Great. This is what like, the double envelopment is called. Double envelopment? The oblique. Uh, 18th century infantry units attempting an oblique attack must remain in formation, or else they become easy prey for this type of heavy cavalry named for the type of kinetic impact weapon they wield. Uh, lancers, right? Sure. Lancers. Yeah, lancers. 
18th century infantry units can sometimes be goaded into breaking formation by this type of light cavalry unit designed primarily for harassment and skirmishing. In the 18th century, Austrian army, this job was usually given to Hungarians, while in Poland, this term confusingly refers to heavy cavalry. It's like a cursor. Is that oh, Cursor? Uh, Hussar. Hussar, that's what they are. Yeah, I've heard of them. All three of those things I've heard of. I can buy a bonus on that. Cause of ten. According to legend, Julius Proculus offered an explanation for the disappearance of this figure following a public sacrifice at the Goat's Marsh. This man defeated the uh, Canaanesian King Acro in single combat, and he invited many neighboring states to the festival of Consus. Ruling jointly with Titus Tatius for much of his reign, he established the Comitia Curiata and divided the population into Ramnes, Chichies, and Lucares, the husband of Herzilia. According to legend, this figure was raised from boyhood by Acca, Laurentia, and Faustulus, and his grandson of Numitor defeated his evil, evil uncle Amulius. This ruler during Tarpeia's betrayal uh, he he took the okay. So Romulus. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what, what Roman king we're talking about here. Uh, this battle led to the accession of uh, Mikhail the First Rondabe for ten points each. Named this eight eleven battle in which a Byzantine army led by Emperor Nikephoros the First was annihilated by Bulgars. Nikephoros was killed and his son Starachios was permanently disabled and died thereafter. Sounds like it's gettable, but um, uh, which one? The Mohawks? Uh, Pliska. Nikephoros's body was recovered by the Bulgars, and this Bulgar leader made a drinking cup out of Nikephoros's skull to celebrate his victory. There's <laughs> a Bulgar leader. Ah, oh, fuck. Um. Uh, Answer. No. Krum. Nikephoros I had come to power by usurping this Byzantine ruler, who notably ended the iconoclasm. Iconoclasm. Um, Heliogapolis? Irene. Oh, Irene. Yeah, Empress Irene. Oh, Empress Irene. Okay. That's right, that's right. I'm going to maybe throw you a bone and said, like, this female. Yeah, this yeah, that's a bit. I'm not going to mention she's in. In 11, the prelude to this engagement was a rebellion of Danish vassals in Estland. The construction of a fort at Kapore forced a response from the defending force in this engagement, which by the following spring re- recaptured Peskov and forced their opponents to fight this battle near Dorpat. This engagement was relatively minor in terms of numbers, for the losing side suffered half as many losses as it had at Shale six years prior, but played a large moral role. The losing side here suffered from an inability to cover its flanks with the fewer numbers, as well as an arrow barrage late in the engagement. It is unlikely, however, that this battle ended with the losers drowning after their footing was lost. Milvian Bridge. Five. Mm-hmm. For ten points, nameless victory of Novgorod over the Livonian Order, immortalized by Sergei Eisenstein in his film about the victorious oh. general here, Alexander Nevsky. Oh, so like Battle on the Lake? Uh, oh, I guess that's punkable. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Prompt. Fuck. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is the only one Battle on the Ice. Or yeah. Oh, Battle on the Ice. God Lake Pipus. Oh, that, that is not yeah. in Rome. I don't know what I was thinking. Ipus? Pipus. Important figures during the negotiation of this agreement included the lawyer Pacelli. One side celebrated this agreement by voting the road of conciliation, while the other side in this treaty renounced its rights under the law of guarantees, which would have given its leader an annual income. That side also agreed to refrain from mediating conflicts and maintain neutrality in exchange for extraterritorial ter- 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 status 
for their ruler's summer retreat at Castel Gandolfo and sovereignty over one of seven hills. Ten points named this treaty between Italy and the Pope, which created the Vatican City. What's this called? Lateran? Yeah. Oh, that's just the Lateran Treaty. Crap. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, from one of seven hills. Uh, Isaac Abrabanel allegedly offered to pay 600,000 ducats to have this law repealed, but was unsuccessful. Ten points each. Name this 1492 edict that expelled Jews from Spain. Whoa. <laughs> expelled Jews from Spain. There's a Jewry here. Um, Answer. I the Alhambra Decree. The Alhambra Decree was supported by this confessor to Queen Isabella, the first Grand Inquisitor of the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, this sounds like it should be gettable. Um, yeah. Answer. Uh, Torquemada. Torquemada. The Spanish Inquisition was reluctantly approved by this Pope, who later sought to curb its more abusive practices. Okay, that, that requires more. Um... Membership in a federation named for this man is open to any city in which he once lived. That federation includes the cities of Allenstein and Fromburg. This man helped negotiate the Treaty of Elbing, and he wrote a treatise on money that stated an early form of the quantity theory of money and Gresham's Law. This man's students included Erasmus Reinhold, who built on this man's work to publish the Pruteniok Tables, as well as Joachim Redicus, who, are, are urges, who urged that this man publish his most famous work, which he did on his deathbed. For ten points, name is author of On the Revolution of the Heavenly Spheres. Copernicus? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was very close to saying Galileo. But his is like on the two world system or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's the following about Dutch colonialism. The Dutch Republic transferred many of its overseas possessions to England during the Napoleonic Wars under the terms of this agreement. Um, to England? Uh, the. What? Treaty of Answer. Paris? Uh, the Q letters. The Duke of Albuquerque founded this Portuguese colony on the south- southern shore of the Malay Peninsula in 1611. In 1641, it was seized by the Dutch. Oh, um, so in Malaysia, what is this called? This is... No. Answer. Malacca. Okay. Malacca. Uh, to compete with Malacca, this British guy founded Sin- Singapore. Oh, that was in the Singapore toss I wrote, and the clue was too early. This is... Um, his name is... <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Not early enough, apparently. <laughs> uh, no. Raffles. Raffles. Shows what I don't know about him. Early in his career, this man was ordered to go to fort at Minduos, but failed to do so, and this man's first independent command came alongside his colleague Sitas. With the help of the cavalry commanders Sunikas and Buzes, this man won the Battle of Dara, and he was frequently aided by the mercenary captains Faros the Herulian. The rebellion of Godas in uh, Sardinia allowed this man to make an unopposed amphibious landing at Caput Vada, after which he won the battles of Tricameron and Ad Decimum against King Gelimer, and he later defeated King Wittigis of the Ostrogoths. Along with Mundus, this man stormed the coronation sem- ceremony of Hypatius in the Hippodrome to end the Nicaro. Okay, so this guy's name is Valerius? 
No. No. To end the night, I revolt for 10 points. Name is rival Narses, the most famous general of the Sicilian. Belisarius. Belisarius. That's good. Which thing? Some combination of those syllables that was not right. (sighs) Damn it. Alright. It's happening too much today. Uh, following this battle, the victorious army mutinied and refused to travel further. And, and this battle was fought on the banks of what is now the Jhelum River in Pakistan. Identify this final victory of Alexander the Great, a 325 BC victory over the Parava Kingdom. Yeah, so it's the High Days Peace or something. High Days Peace? Yes. Uh, this king of the Paravas was the losing commander in the battle of the High Days Peace River, and but received back his kingdom due to his bravery. Chorus, chorus. Yes. This beloved horse of Alexander the Great died shortly after the battle. Alexander, yeah, thirty. Terrible. Toss of fifteen. What ruler of this polity won the battle of Colonel Clermont, which ended a rebellion in a neighboring polity? In the death of one ruler of this polity, nicknamed the Great, sparked the war of the three Sanchos because the Moorish commander at the Battle of the Las Navas de Tolosa was captured by the ruler of this polity. The flag of this kingdom depicts chains on a red background. Charles II of this polity is famous for beheading Juilame uh, Kale, a notorious rebel from the Hundred Years' War who led the Jacquerie. One ruler of this polity was advised by the Duke of Sully. That man's mother, Jean the Third Navarre. Because Sancho's from the war. I was there. This, this meeting resulted in the drafting of the Constitution of St. Paul's Church. Name this convention of the German liberals, which sought to unify the German states into a single constitutional monarchy. It's a, so it's a treaty? Like, I guess. Fuck, what are you... Um, Answer? The uh, Frankfurt Parliament. The Frankfurt Congress offered to make this Prussian king the emperor of their new constitutional monarchy, but he refused because of his belief in divine right. So, Prussian king, like, Frederick something. Um, Frederick Wilhelm I. Frederick Wilhelm IV. Gotcha. Uh, Prussia established this rival parliament in 1850, which also sought to unify Germany, but was quickly forced to shut down at the capitulation of Olmutz. I don't know. Another parliament of Germany. Um, let's give another... Answer. Uh, that's Heidelberg. Uh, Erfurt. That's 115, 110 was on the last turn? Yeah. Okay. 115, 110? Yeah. Yeah, before the last <sighs> Alright. It's weird. Oh, okay. 16. Hugo Grotius died in a shipwreck while on his way home to visit, from visiting this man at Sudarashir. This man's son, John, helped negotiate the Treaty of Stumcha uh, Vish, also known as the Treaty of Stumchdorf. This man's younger brother, Gabriel, served as the chief advisor to Duke John of Ostrogothia, an unsuccessful pretender to the throne. This man's power was at a maximum during a period known as the Ten Years, during which he served on a council of regency. This man's son-in-law was the General Gustav Horn, who lost the Battle of Nordlingen. After this, organizer of the Heilbronn League helped negotiate the Peace of Altmark. He became Governor General of Prussia while his master invaded Germany. For ten points, name his advisor to Queen Christina and... And Skirna. Yeah. Take that, Bruce Arthur. <laughs> you know, it's always going to be the toss up besides games at Bruce Arthur tournaments. Alright, this complex is probably the most notable man made feature of the Jagra Plateau on the island of Gozo. And this oldest known temple complex on Malta, and first of Malta's megalithic temples to be declared a UN heritage site. Uh oh. 
1538. Malta was ruled by this religious order, also known as the Knights of St. John. They began as a group of pilgrim protecting knights in the Holy Land during the Crusades. Nice hospitality. Yeah. Prior to living, uh, prior to living on Malta, the Knights Hospitallers had occupied this awesome castle in modern-day Syria. It was the largest crusader castle, and its unique design featured concentric rings of walls up to eight feet thick. Oh, what is that called? I don't know, but it's awesome. Damascus Castle. Crack the shell out of you. Found score Marcus Mike 135, Ray Jason 110.